still distorted. Chickity check, chickity check, cash check, money. What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 236, this week featuring my guests John and Terry from the band Bootleggers and Baptists. They're a bluesy swamp rock band out of the Baltimore area. And uh, we played some shows together over the years, so I've been meaning to get them on an episode for a while now. Uh, the guys were able to come over and hang out and uh, talk shop for a little bit. Uh, they have a brand new EP. Uh, it's called Aside, and I uh, featured two tracks on this episode from it. Uh, one is called Shauna, and the other is called Body Song, both of which uh, we discussed a little bit uh, in the interview. But uh, yeah. Hopefully, if you are friends or fans of theirs, uh, you enjoy the conversation. We talked a lot about the recording process and uh, a lot about our mutual friends, like Old Eastern and Alicia and Brendan and uh, much more. Um, I guess uh, we also probably offended a lot of people who wear Crocs, so there's a trigger warning there for you if you like those, but uh, oh well, I guess. In any case, uh, thanks for tuning in and thanks for listening and supporting local music and local art and all that stuff. Uh, hopefully yourself are doing well and staying sane and, you know, having fun out there playing some gigs and stuff as we get moving through fall. Uh, big week in personal news and notes. Uh, Hollow Truths are going up the road here to New York City uh, Friday nights. We'll be playing at uh, Rockwood Music Hall uh, in Manhattan and then uh, we'll be in Philly uh, on Saturday night uh, playing the, uh, the Grape Room with uh, some of our friends so uh, yeah should be a fun little trip then uh, last few things I normally mention if you are looking for merch for this show we do have a Shopify uh, store and a Shopify link in the episode notes Uh, we're also doing music videos around town uh, under the company part time rockstar productions so if you need any help with that we can hook it up and then the sponsor of the show is Truly Strings Guitar Shop based out of Laurel, Maryland and uh, I need to go over there soon to go swap a pickup. But uh, yeah, without uh, too much more rambling, we'll get to the conversation with the uh, bootleggers. Part-time Rockstar podcast here, and you guys are officially here and in person, live and in the flesh. Welcome. Welcome on the show. Thanks, man. Yeah, we are live in uh, Ellicott City County. <laughs> Ellicott County? <laughs> yep. Standard reason. Place is too damn big to be clear to city, but yeah, I don't know. Um, it's cool you guys made it over. Yeah. Th- thanks for having us. Uh, yeah, you, uh, I'm J-Mo. Yeah. On the big four for uh, bootleggers and Baptists, I'm Terry Singer. He does some other stuff like uh, harmonica and harmonica. flute and cigar box and guitar and. But not all of those at the same time. We need to get him some spoons. That's what he's going to do next. Uh, 
Have you ever played Christmas a cigar? coming up, man. Have you ever played a cigar box guitar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got one. Oh, you got one? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I missed that then. Maybe last time you did you play it recently? Well, it's small. I, you, you, you. <laughs> if you're not paying attention, you'll miss it real quick. But yeah, he, he made it himself too. It's pretty rad. Yeah, yeah. I was I was out camping with my cousins and we went into town and uh they were really into cigars at the time. They were just some of the cigar kick, like uh like people get on. <laughs> yeah, I uh, and they just were selling all the boxes outside for a dollar and I said, I'm gonna pick up one of those and I make a guitar out of it and write a song about this camping trip, and that's exactly what I did. Oh. But it took like two years, but <laughs> and we got yeah. there. It's a long song too, so it's appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> right, because it makes a lot of friends, actually. Yeah, I doubt you've ever met uh Dar Stellabata, but she was one yeah. of the first guests I ever had on the show. Yeah. Um Steve, our guitar player and I, uh our old bands, Ugly Oranges, uh, we played when 98 Rock used to do uh, Noise in the Basement, um, she, whatever her band was at the time, uh, she was one of the other bands that was there that did interviews and stuff. So I've, I've met her, and, okay. I, and I know she does a lot of the, um, was it the Cigar Box yeah, she's, festival stuff? Yeah. yeah, she's big into that scene. That's like awesome. Her. Yeah, I met her at a liquor store one time. She was playing. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's amazing the things that happen at uh, liquor stores. Yeah. I, uh, I've run into... Uh, Nick from um, Desert Shade oh, yeah. at the same liquor store over by where Steve's house is, where we practice. It's not Whitey's, is it? No, it's uh, it's an Arnold. I can't think of the name okay. of it, but yeah, it's funny. I, I I ran into him, and every time I see him, we're like, "Wait, I know you!" Like, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Say something in your mic again. I just feel like mm-hmm. right. Is it not coming through? through? Okay, there it goes. Maybe I was like talking straight at it. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably not a super sensitive mic. These things have seen some wars, as you can tell. I'm surprised they still work at all. Yeah, well, usually when I'm singing, I'm like up on the thing, so I'm trying to get a little, trying to get a little space so it comes out a little clearer. But maybe I shouldn't be doing that. I just turned you up a little more. But uh, did you guys play Fells Point Fun Fest with Old Eastern? Uh, Bootleggers and Baptists did not, but Old Eastern did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sometimes get a little confused since all you guys are a little incestuous as far as not all of you, but I mean. A couple of you, yeah. At least <laughs> one of us. Yeah, no, we we were playing in Columbia that night. I played, I played both of them. Oh, did you guys play uh, the dis- distillery? Yeah, yeah, Lost Ark. Yeah, that's cool. I've been trying to play over there myself. That place is really fun, uh, and you can play like right in front of Hysteria, uh, like in between yeah. both of them. Exactly. It's a good time. Yeah, that that show, uh, it was like rainy and cold, and I wasn't sure if people were going to turn out, but they had like the Hops and Harvest Festival or whatever, and once that let out, a lot of people showed up. And then there was a high school reunion that showed up, and then so it was just automatically we had this huge crowd all of a sudden. It was awesome, like yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Every time I've been there, I see a band, it looks like fun. So plus they got good beer, you know. Yeah, and the the drinks at Lost Ark are really cool. So we have this big inside joke about Mrs. Doubtfire. So I talked to the guys at Lost Ark, and they made us a uh, special cocktail, like drink special. It was a uh, a rum by fruiting, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's cool when they mix up the cocktails like that. It's a little dangerous. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we. Uh, I, I think not this time, but the time before. I think we drank them out of bourbon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it will do that. Yeah, did too much of that last night, so I'm feeling it. But um, what's your tattoo say? Uh, this one oh, says "Don't, don't panic. panic." 
It's uh, assuming that's a tattoo. It almost looks it, like maybe yeah, your kid drew it on you. Well, no, yeah, it does look like a good <laughs> drawing. I, I like to say it looks kind of like you remember the old the uh, Shell Silverstein books, like where yeah. the sidewalk ends. It's kind of like that. But yeah, it's from a Hitchhiker's Guide. Oh, nice. It's like a part of the book. What's the other one? Uh, this one's um, this one's kind of special actually. So yeah, uh, my mom died a few years ago. Sorry to hear that. Um, uh, breast cancer complications, and so. She was from uh, Louisiana, so there's the Florida Lee. There is a um, treble clef. She was an awesome singer and a pianist. And then the Cancer River Ribbon. And then this is my mom's family, the Moros. This is like the family cheers. And this is the last thing I actually heard my grandmother say. And, uh, it's here's to you, at you, from you, and in me. So, hmm. uh, yeah. Well, some, some fresh ink. Both of them are fairly new. That, maybe that's what it is. That's why they look a little different. Than- yeah. It hasn't faded. My hair is just yeah. now starting to grow back. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's cool. So, yeah, um, I figured, you know, you guys obviously want to talk about the new new shebang here, the new EP. The new shebang. And we were listening to Shauna here, which seems to be the, the hit uh, prior to talking. And uh, pretty cool. I mean, you guys describe it, obviously, as like swamp rock, you know, bluesy. Yeah, um... I mean, before I joined the band, people used to call bootleggers, uh, like, what'd you say, Swamp Punk? Swamp Punk, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we've we've kind of morphed uh, as the band members have changed a little bit. Um, when Steve and uh, Josh, our drummer, uh, when, when they joined, it's certainly gotten a little bit more metal, I think. So we're kind of yeah. swampy, heavy blues rock. Um, some people say we're kind of like... White stripes, black keys with some Sabbath, and of course, lots of harmonica. Right. And then um, I've brought some of the funk to it, uh, especially in um, Body Song, uh, one of one of the tracks off the EP. Um, so we're kind of like this weird uh, amalg. Was it amalgamation? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fun though, man. Yeah. But yeah, we um, we came out with our first single, which was uh, Body Song in June. And then our second uh, single was Take Me Home, which is definitely old school swamp punk type bootleg. Exactly, yeah. And uh, and then uh, a couple of the other tracks, um, you know, it's stuff that we've either, you know, recorded during quarantine and we had kind of rough recordings or uh, just older songs that we brushed up with some of the new band members. But um, it's, it's, it's been fun to, you know, I've been in, been a part of the band for gosh probably six years now something like that so it's kind of cool that you guys have been going around about as long as i have if not longer I oh, feel like. oh a long time yeah, yeah. yeah. was it 12 like... years now since yeah Blaker started? yeah i would say yeah yeah a dozen years are you the founding member still yeah yeah okay the soul the the last man standing that's it that's it <laughs> and i'm sitting so what i tell you yeah <laughs> how many how many roster changes have you guys gone through oh man it's uh it's uh, it's it's been a journey. Yeah, it's, it's been a wonderful journey. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, with uh, you know, with with bands that long, I mean, people leave for their all different reasons. People yeah. moving across the country, right? Yeah, um, man. You know, Am I only the stuff. second bass player? Uh, no, third, third, yeah, okay. mm-hmm. yeah. Well, the whole thing started uh with uh, with just uh Kyle and I practicing after work, just uh practicing guitar, and then uh, and then one of our coworkers uh. Uh, came over and played bass, and then uh, and then my old roommate uh came over and played drums, 
uh, just for practice purposes. But as soon as you play in the full band, it's like, you know, you either love it or hate it. And uh, we loved it. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I couldn't go back. You couldn't go back to playing to a click track or just d doing, uh, doing exercises and stuff. It's like, forget it. <laughs> We've got to do this now. So that, have you, uh, have so you had to fire anybody yet? Um, yeah, or yeah, too much yeah, drunken tomfoolery? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, you don't have to. I, name, I, I, obviously, you don't have to name names. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I love everybody who's been in the band in their own way. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. So there's uh, Steve uh, was playing drums with us for a while, and then he shifted over to guitar. And uh, so there's been yeah, two guitar players, right? three bass players, and roughly 107 drummers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Give sure. or take. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's kind of how I've been running my operation as well. Yeah. So we call it the like farm league or farm system, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, well, I mean, we got we, double we, A ball, triple A ball. <laughs> you know, we got the big leagues. Yeah, not, we, not really because we're not in the big leagues, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, we, um, you know, I've I've sat in with Old Eastern a couple times. Um, uh, Joe Bradshaw from... Uh, Steve's other band, Hollowed Sky, he sat in with us um, sometime in October when we played. And uh, so it's it's kind of neat to have friends that you can kind of swap in and out to when you're in a jam, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure. So going back to the uh, the old EP here, we got Shauna kind of mentioned that as being maybe the single currently, but like, are there any stories behind uh, any particular song that you wrote? That maybe you wanna. Shauna was highlighting before I joined the band. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's. Uh, well, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of my old notes. I think Shauna was written like, uh, like a decade ago. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I think I wrote it like 2013. Um, it sounds more or less uh, like what it sounds like here, except it's uh, it's better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's better than the recording I made on my, uh, you know, on my two track, <laughs> to a, <laughs> to a foot drum. Yeah. You know, but uh. But you can hear <laughs> you can hear the original in there. Nice, but uh, yeah, I mean, so, some of these songs, some of these songs are are like 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 body song are just fresh, fresh as can be. Yeah, body song. That was uh, when when Kyle was still playing guitar with us. We used to practice in his basement, and there's a lot of songs that just start with me fucking around before practice, like warming up, and I just started playing that. And Terry's like, "No, just keep it going, just keep it." Going. And then, like we built off of it, and it kind of turned into a thing. And then you, you, you—that's the one song you tune your cigar box weird to. So you're like, yeah, oh, by accident. Idea. Yeah, no, no, no. I did it by accident because <laughs> <laughs> it was an open tuning, but it was, uh, but I tuned to the wrong, uh, to the wrong note, so it ended up being an open seven. Uh, and then, uh, and I just started uh, playing along with it. Uh, just kind of, uh, kind of picked a random fret to start playing along with because uh, yeah. I didn't even know what uh, what key you were playing to because I don't have a perfect pitch. So then, uh, and then it, it just sounded uh, delicious, uh, and so then, uh, so then, nom, it, nom, 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 it's it's a great uh, happy accident, yes. uh, a happy great example accident. of a happy well, accident for sure. Yeah, so you guys kind of write songs just by feel, just by like jamming, more or less. Uh, yeah, for the most part, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I think so. Take me home. Uh, we were playing as a trio for a while, uh, fresh out of quarantine. Uh, it was me, Terry, and Steve on drums. We did a bunch of shows like that, and we were practicing in my basement, and um, Terry showed up to practice and was just like, I have an idea. 
and you had your cigar box and started ripping on that. And then I was like, this is how the bass just needs to sound. And it just kind of came together. So that one was, that one was like a slam dunk. Yeah. Um, that one, like it was almost thoughtless. It just came together, you know? Sometimes they just come right together. Uh, for sure. Some, sometimes you have the, sometimes you have the lyrics first. Sometimes you have the, uh, the, the, uh, the hook first. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have, uh, the arrangement. Uh, but, uh, but when they come together, it's really, really nice. And then we got Benny and Devil in a Dress. Yeah. So Benny, um, that one's funny. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it was it was during quarantine, during like the you can't see anybody ever yeah. phase of quarantine. And I had um, it was actually my old boss's boss at work, and uh, this guy took a job in Australia, and uh, he was like, "Hey Morgan, you like to drink, right?" And I'm like. <laughs> a little shrug yeah maybe and so he's like well i'm moving to australia and this guy was he was just like yeah come over and i'll give you a bunch of uh, booze and stuff i'm talking like three u-haul sizes like boxes of liquor <laughs> so I, it, that was like three weeks before quarantine so oh, man. that man so i was all dinged up messing around <laughs> with my acoustic guitar and i came up with kind of the 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 main riff for that and i sent it to terry uh, it probably sounded wonderful because I was uh, feeling pretty good, but it, it kind of came together after I, I just sent like a video of me playing it to him. Yeah, well, it certainly makes it easy when uh, when here's all the notes. <laughs> so then all I need to do is uh, arrange uh, is arrange it, and, and uh, yeah, I mean the arrangement and the lyrics they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Where did you guys uh, record it? Um, so we recorded at, um, our, our guitarist, Steve, um, he is, he's had years of, um, doing his other band stuff and back in the day when we used to do Ugly Oranges stuff. So between Ugly Oranges, Hollowed Sky, he's recorded, um, our, our mutual friends bands, uh, Contra and several other people. He's gotten really good at it, uh, over the years. Mm-hmm. So he, he recorded all the tracks. Um, we did the drums at the guy Joe Bradshaw that plays uh, drums for his other band, we did the drums at his house. Everything else is Steve's house, and then we sent it to um, Jeremy Hayes from um, Mean C and uh, Mojo Bozo's Electric Circus, and he just took those tracks and did all sorts of awesome stuff we never would have thought about. And when he did the mixing, nice. and uh, I mean, it just came out wonderful. He he sent it out to. This guy named Colin out of Chicago, his studio is um, the Boiler Room, and he did all the mastering for us. And it was just awesome to see, you know, Steve did an awesome job up front, and Jeremy just really made it pop, and then uh, the guy Colin just, I mean, it sounds so big and awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's definitely more polished, I think, you know? Yeah. I feel like, as bands go along, usually, hopefully, we start learning a few things and start you know yeah and, and i mean like all your recordings are like kids right like i, I wasn't around for the original ep mm-hmm. um but you know that's got it's you know sounds and that kind of is like the baseline for the bootleggers and then the quarantine sessions were um you know we were all recording separately in our own houses and steve kind of had to you know put it all together and make sure everything lined up as best as we could and we were doing videos with it um, so, I mean, that was a lot of work and, you know, for the limited resources we had at the time, like it's got a, like kind of a dirty grungy sound, but it's still a lot of fun. And then to see this is just like, holy shit, it sounds like, 
yeah. the band now. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think the, I think the recording just sounds uh, phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, because uh, like like, uh, like JMO was saying, you know, we've recorded plenty of things over the years. I've recorded plenty of things over the years, and there's things I like and there's things that I don't. Um, you know, every every everything that that we put down, you know, I I, I love it, and these are, these are, these are songs that are you know uh, close to my heart, but. So, sometimes there's just something that that bothers you over the years. Um, oh yeah, but uh, for sure. That, that's just how it is. Um, that that's my personality. But uh, but with this latest recording, I am absolutely gassed about it. Yeah, man. Oh yeah, absolutely. Hopefully, this uh, helps you know promote it. Yeah, ever so slightly. Have you guys gotten any like feedback or like little press articles or uh, have you you know tried doing some of that stuff like the promotional aspect? Yeah. So um. There's there's been a couple, um, was it Rody Rody Music? It's actually like a Brazilian uh, uh, site that does reviews, and they've done a couple reviews on our our singles that have come out recently. Um, well, they did one on Take Me Home and uh, Body Song and Shauna. I think they've done three for us now. And um, there's uh, a guy on Instagram that uh, it's the metal versus his uh, blog site. Yeah. And, uh, I talked to that guy. Yeah. He's done stuff for us. Um, there's a guy, have you ever heard of Paul Goon? I don't think so. Uh, yeah. He's, he, he's out of Ohio. He, he did like a video podcast uh, for us when we did the quarantine sessions, but um, he's, he's really helped us out by advertising and, you know, providing feedback and trying to think of who else we've had a, We've been added to like all sorts of Spotify playlists lately. It's been good. I nobody's been like, man, you guys are shit or anything. But yeah, <laughs> it seems like it's pretty good, pretty well received. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I still probably wouldn't mind getting a bad article once in a while. I feel yeah. like, <laughs> you know, I haven't yet, and that I don't think that's a good thing. I feel like you gotta, you know, piss somebody off or like somebody get somebody to say it's. I, I, I've been uh, I've, I've I've been angling for us to to start a to start a beef with another band. <laughs> oh yeah, I think a beef would really uh, would really take us to the next level. Some sort of some sort of just trading diss tracks. I think that's exactly what we need. Who's I'm trying to think of who's like the nicest band that we know, and then right, just, exactly oh, just start a beef with them, and it's like it'd be a whole like thing. Alicia or something. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, that would be perfect because it's it's like. It, it consists of members of Old Eastern and right. and us. So it's, exactly, exactly, it's like in between. I was going to ask how you guys could start a beef with anyone because <laughs> you're probably in the band, no matter what exactly. band you pick. You're probably yeah, like that's right. The insider threat. You got to look out. <laughs> really, just start a beef among each other. I guess I don't know. Well, then we'd be like Oasis, where the right. fucking Gallagher brothers just hate each other all the time. It seems to work for them, though. Yeah, except I guess they don't play anymore. I don't know. Anyways, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like the Oasis beef comes up almost like every episode, kind of in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. It's just the number one thing, number one go to, I guess. Start putting in a hashtag in your follows, see if you get some. Yeah. Get them, get the brothers on the show, get them back together. Yeah. So, yeah. Who knows? Get them to do some ayahuasca together. There you go. I don't know. There we go. Then we'll have Oasis back for all the world to listen to, I guess. And then Live Nation can charge sixty billion dollars for ticket fees. Perfect. And then we can start a beef with them. And then you guys can beef and with them. Right, exactly. And then that'll just launch us right up. And you can yeah. That's the play. We would take off in the UK. People would hate hate us, but they'd love us. 
Right. They love to hate us. Well, it's the old Rick Rubin thing. Like he says, you gotta actually develop people, like not just fans, but also people who hate your music as much as people who love your music. Like if you're able to split the crowd 50-50, if you have someone who like passionately trolls you or hates you, it's almost as good as like having somebody who's like, you know, a diehard fan who will tell everybody about your music. It's almost the same thing, but it's like, uh, in, in the slightly different light, a little bit more positive, but it's like if you're being made fun of by like comedians, especially like uh, SNL or if like Weird Al does a parody of your, like your song, then you're successful. You know, you made it, man. Like if people are making fun of you, you know, you made it. You're probably only going to get more successful at that point. Yeah. You're just taking up space, uh, in their brain rent free. (laughs) Yeah. So we'll see. Maybe this podcast will help generate some some troll press for you. I don't know. That'd be perfect. God willing. Just got to keep feeding the trolls, man. I think the only troll I've ever had was uh, in our Guns N' Roses tribute band, which I thought was a funny thing to troll. <laughs> and there was some <laughs> you guy. You really upset that one yeah, guy. just fucking hated <laughs> us. And I was like, dude, I mean, like, this is what you're, what you're going after, like some dudes dressing up as guns and roses like, <laughs> all right buddy like i don't know i figured there'd be something else that'd be more fun to hate than that but so did you used to wear like the wig and the hat oh yeah i was slash that's amazing it was so hard to play in that thing pictures or didn't happen oh <laughs> it's not asking you shall receive it happened just ask this guy okay perfect <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, the rig, the wig is real. It, like, feels like it has an energy all of its own. You feel like you're method acting, like you're becoming Slash. Do you ever just uh, so, bust it out when you do Hollow Drew stuff? Uh, I think I've probably done it for Halloween, but maybe I haven't. I'm going to start a beef with your uh, cover band. All right. I have, like, 14 of them, so <laughs> pick one. Pick your favorite. <laughs> yeah, I think all I have is a video. But there she oh, blows. Look at you, man. <laughs> yeah. So for the listeners, we're just watching a quick little video of us on Halloween dressed as Guns N' Roses. I was hoping but, you were going to say, uh, this is us dressed up as Guns N' Roses on a Tuesday. Actually, <laughs> I mean, it, that was the problem. That Actually, that was why it kind of, or at least why I'm not in the band anymore. Because it was like, guys, like... Like it started because of a Halloween, but then they wanted to keep it rolling like all year long. So next thing you know, we're in Ocean City, oh, you know, in the middle of August, dressed up as GNR, running down Coastal Highway, like ninety-seven you know, degrees and humid, and you got this tight leather wig. pants on yeah. and leather jacket, and we're sweating balls. And but people, dude, careful, man, you're turning me on over here. Yeah, well, didn't know I was your type, but uh, <laughs> happy to uh, oblige. Maybe um, I got your number. <laughs> how <laughs> I thought we're starting a beef here not a not a romance well that's how it starts is you sleep with one member of the band and then Taylor yeah. gets jealous you know it's a whole thing yeah and just gets you know, spurned <laughs> well when I said you guys were ancestral I didn't quite mean all that but uh, this is how it all happens man that's why we're so close with Old Eastern <laughs> <laughs> what happens in Ellicott County good old Ellicott County it's like West Virginia over here Ellicott County. <laughs> but yeah, I guess uh, in more pressing or probably pertinent things that 
you want to mention you probably have shows coming up right oh man so um uh we our october was insane so we usually only play one maybe two shows a month but we had a show every weekend at october we played uh black hop locust brewing we played oliver Brewing. where is that one again so black hop locust it's like a farm brewery that's uh, right almost to the Pennsylvania line. Yeah, up north, like by Bel Air or something. Up 83. Yeah. Oh, 83, right. Yeah. So like by a big truck. Yes, it's very close to big truck. Yeah, very Um, So we played there. We played Oliver Brewing. And we I I, uh, I actually put this event together, so I'm going to toot my own horn for a second. It was, it was pretty cool. We had a bunch of like uh, local vendors and artists and things. And That's what's up. Um, we used to play Oliver all the time before quarantine. So this was kind of our first time going back, um, since then. Um, so it was kind of cool. Um, hoping to do that again. Uh, where else did we play? Firm. We played, um, Lost Ark that we talked about. Yeah. And yeah. we played Firm on the 28th. That was, uh, like a big Halloween, uh, EP release party. So costumes and stuff. We were Pac-Man. Yeah. Uh, that was fun. So he was he was Pac Man, Steve was Red Ghost, Josh was the Cherries, and uh, I was the the like vulnerable ghost with like the frowny face, you know. <laughs> Such a teddy bear. I know. Everybody just wants to give me a big hug. There's somebody out here who's like, the Red Ghost is blinky. <laughs> somebody knows that one guy, the one guy that actually beat Pac Man. Yeah. Man. We've triggered that guy. Now he hates the band. You know, we started a beef with the guy that beat Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. You're putting together like your own uh, events, kind of too, and stuff. Yeah. Um, um, that. So I mean, I mean, we've done like multi-band shows and things like that, but that was like the first, like not just a local show, which yeah. was kind of fun. Um, but we had a show in November and December, and both venues canceled. So we're looking for shows at the moment because uh, we had some cancellations but we already got stuff lined up in uh, next year um, yeah it, it feels w- weird I, I think Old Eastern has played part-time Rockstar Fest am I wrong about that was that at uh, uh, Fishhead yeah and you guys have not I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure so consider this a formal invitation I okay. guess but um, when you get you usually do that in the summer, right? Yeah, it's not for a while. But okay. I was like, I feel like you guys have played, and then I think about it, and I'm like, wait a minute. I think Old Eastern did. But I, I might mean, even be wrong about that. We haven't even played Fishhead since before quarantine. Did we? No, it was Mike's when we played with? Uh, oh, you're right. Yeah, so we played with the Mathematics. We played with the Mathematics one time. That was like right after quarantine, uh, and then before that, we played with. Uh, Jimmy's Chicken Shack twice there. Yeah. 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 Or maybe we played a show together way back in the day, like on on a bill together. That's also possible. It might have been before I joined the band. Yeah. But but I know we definitely played uh, Elegant City Main Street together. Yeah. No, we should get you guys on the the fest too, because I've been trying to do events and stuff like that. Yeah. As well. Yeah, we'd love to. For the, you know, for the community aspect. Why not? Bring everybody together and get us get all the fam together, man. That's what it's about. So, of course, if I invite one of you guys' bands, that probably means I have to invite like eight of them. It's true. Well, it works out if you do. It saves saves gas. True. And then you only have to talk to like one person, and you get at least three bands showing up. Pretty good bang for buck, I guess. (laughs) Streamline it. (laughs) 
just one big jam session for like the entire day. We We've done that. Interchange yeah, members. Yeah. yeah, when we play with Old Eastern, sometimes we'll do alternating sets, and we just—I mean, we all are, you know, so much like family. We just you know leave all the shit set up and swap back and forth. That's fun. I guess while we're on the subject, what should we say to Nick? Since he may or may not listen to this. Whenever I see Nick, I always go, Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because he's like a like a leprechaun or something? No. Um, what's that comedian? Um, Swanson. Nick Swanson. Oh. Uh, he's got a bit where like somebody always, whenever he, uh, I think maybe it's his mom or grandmother or something, he's always like, whenever I see grandma, she says, Nicholas. So I always say that to him when I see him. But uh, no. Uh, I love those guys. Um, yeah. You know, Cuddy's like one of my favorite people on the planet. Oh yeah, great drummer. Uh, I was actually hanging out with Brendan last night at uh, Royal Blue in Baltimore. <laughs> he work. He works. I I play with him all the time. So <laughs> he's uh, working. <laughs> he's yeah. going. Well, he loves it. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. I, he loves it. He's a great musician too. Oh yeah, he's a monster. Yeah, absolute monster. Yeah, Nick. You know, Nick does a lot for the scene. Um, plus, he gets us spiffy T-shirts. Yeah, it certainly does. Yeah, yeah I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got the t-shirt factory going for sure. Yeah, man. You gotta gotta rep that for him, help him get some more business. I mean, he's probably not hurting for business, but oh you no, know, no, he's uh yeah. I mean well, let's take more business, but uh but yeah, absolutely he's doing he's doing yeah. some hard work over there. That's cool. How's your guys' merch game going? Are you going through Nick or are you guys uh Yeah, we yeah. I mean, Nick. Yeah, I mm, which is old eastern print shop, right? Old Eastern Ink Shop. Ink yeah, shop, yeah. sorry. Yeah. For yeah. anyone listening. So I think they do embroidery now. Yeah, um, yeah that's before new. we we had gotten um, some dad hats made through another company, but now that they got all the embroidery set up, when we run out, we'll be hitting them up. But they do all our shirts and tanks, and we have hats and stickers and buttons that we've gotten from like other online sources. But I think I've stolen one of your hats before, or maybe my ex we traded stole it. We I think she has it, yeah. Yeah, I got a, I got a uh, t-shirt from you. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. That's where that came from. Yeah, you, I guess you'll never see that hat again, though. So we'll... probably not. I think she has it. So. <laughs> I don't think so, sadly. But I'll find some new merch for you guys. Yeah, we'll hook you up. Actually, my merch isn't even here today. Other than I got some stickers for you, but normally I got the whole, whole pile. Well, I travel a lot for work, so I can sticker slap your shit everywhere. Whatever you want to do, yeah. toilets. Um, you know, people. Somebody put <laughs> and everything in between. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, somebody put one of our stickers on the eight by ten urinal. Nice. <laughs> yep. Never forget. Yeah, it's nothing better than having your sticker on the auto bar toilet. Yeah, that's how you know you really you made it, man. You made it. Yep. <laughs> that's cool. So you guys have anything else like? On the agenda, there's that pretty We're good writing. Right yeah, we next uh, EP. So um, we have enough in the tank already, um, or we're gonna do at least another five track EP, and I think three of the songs we're probably gonna do something like we did with this one, where it's gonna be some old songs that we've never recorded, like in a you know clean, bright, nice way, you know, with yeah. a nice polish. And then a couple new ones that people haven't ever heard. Um, we've we've got at least two or three that are in bits and pieces that we just got to finish. Right, right. But but when they uh, but you know when you're in the zone, it just it comes together real quick. Yeah, and when, so when I mean, kind of like Hollow Truths, when when we play, we do a mix of 
uh, you know, we're probably at least 50-50 or 60-40, you know, originals and covers. And we've been having a lot of fun just fucking around with covers. Like, yeah. with the new lineup, Steve and Josh just absolutely blow um, Hot for Teacher. Well, usually they blow. <laughs> no, they, no, no. It just no, absolutely no. sucks. No, no. <laughs> they, they, they absolutely smoke uh, Hot for Teacher. That's so much fun. And yeah. we do... Um, What's the um, Wayne's World um, <laughs> Ballroom Blitz, man? That was so much fun to play, and we never practice it. So, like, we famously never practice. We famously it, so. never practice it. So it's always like the end of the night. Everybody's already gassed and yeah. had too much to drink, and then somebody's like, "Play Ballroom Blitz," and then we're like, "Shit, do you remember how to play it?" And like, I'm like, I don't know. You ready, Steve? Yeah. <laughs> Andy, Mick, <laughs> all right, fellas. But this, so the beauty is, and you know, don't don't tell anybody on the internet or anything. But um, it's like when it's at the end of the night like that, nobody's gonna remember anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully, unless those unless somebody films it, and then we gotta escape the phones at the door. That's true. Like the Atlantic City strip clubs, same policy. Is that why people throw money at you all the time? <laughs> 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 I always thought they were tips, but I guess uh, different kind of tip. That's it. That's it. That's it. So I guess with the the red and blue shoes, um, you know, if since you wear one of each, as soon as those get like kind of worn out, then you have another brand new pair, right? Not no matter how worn out they are, I just keep wearing them, as you can see. But I mean, theoretically, you have a brand new oh yeah blue shoe and a brand new red shoe. Just wait, just switch wait. foot, right? Yeah, when it when it uh, when it gets, wear out. Uh, when it so. gets to the absolute limit, I just step in the puddle and uh, am miserable for a whole day, and I just can't take it for another second. In the trash they go, and yeah. what appears is a fresh, ready to go, mirrored pair. Do you feel weird if the red one goes to your left foot for a little bit? Yeah, on the stairs sometimes. <laughs> Forget how to walk. Jamming the <laughs> wrong foot to the wrong shoe. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. It's, it's, I thought this happened to everybody. <laughs> man i feel really out of sorts i usually wear my slip on checkered vans whenever we do bootlegger stuff and here i am with my got the classic checks going classic checks mm -hmm. i don't know what to do with myself it's bad if i got 3d glasses on it's really dangerous oh man yeah you're walking to 3d over here <laughs> well when i'm feeling really hardcore i like to jog and chucks like rocky used to do oh yeah dude you wear like the whole sweatsuit with the trash bags and shit man didn't really go that far but i was trying to intimidate people once upon a time in the fire academy oh okay right make them think i was like hardcore you know like i don't need to wear running shoes i can outrun you in these yeah and walk for like good enough days for afterwards <laughs> And that happened it, to me. I, I was trying to impress a girl in high school, and she's like, I'm going to go running. I'm like, yeah, yeah I love running. <laughs> like, I'm about to go down. So I ran four, I ran four miles in chucks. And I, ran, <laughs> and I just was just limping around. It hurts. For but me. what's funny is you you actually sometimes drop like a shoe size if you do that okay. because your feet get stronger. And so especially the people who run actual barefoot or like in the little toe shoes. Those things break yeah. me out, man. Yeah, I think that fat, fat is over, though. What are they called? Like five Vibrums. or something? Vibrams. Yeah. I haven't seen anybody walking around those recently. Well, I mean, they, they were big for a while. We just triggered those those people, too. So we got, like, the guy that beat Pac-Man, the guy that wears the weird fucking... Also, Crocs came back. I feel like they died out, and then they came back with a vengeance. I feel like... 
I feel like that's something that came out of idiocracy and then just kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. I recently learned too when you when you take the little piece in the back of a crock and actually put it behind your heel, it's sport mode. Yeah, man, for, kicking the four wheel drive, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Never, never uh, gone into the crock world, but I I like to think I have dignity, but I don't know. <laughs> I think we've just like successfully just three quarters of the internet tonight. Nah, if you wear Crocs, you're not worried about dignity. Like, nah, man. In a way, it's, it's you're an, an enlightened uh, person at that point. Transcended. You've transcended, yeah. The social. Yeah, you, you're no longer given to anybody else's opinions or, you know, whatever. You don't care. You're good. That's the way I think of it. Maybe I should try that. I just have it. Yeah, maybe maybe should. Do you think I could get, like, custom checkered Crocs? Almost certainly, yeah. You can buy any colored croc. We can Google that right now if you'd like as well. But <laughs> you can get like tie dye. You could get. I know this because I had to buy Crocs for somebody for Christmas. And yes, you. It's endless. Get a old Eastern Croc shop going. Oh, there you go. Oh yeah, custom Nick and Molly. I heard it here first. You need to start. Doing that could crocs. be your new merch. Like Christian Baptist and Crocs. That would be badass. Who else has Crocs? <laughs> Who else has Crocs as merch? You know, that's maybe awesome. like a Disney star or something. But I don't know. I guess we'll see. What do you guys got going later for the day? Just drinking some beers or uh, out with a kid or so. You know, more of our incestual bands. Our old drummer uh, Kevin. Uh, he plays in a band called Not Now, uh, and uh, Brendan from old eastern he plays in another band called uh, the crooked plants they're playing at a uh, pariah brewing in baltimore tonight so i'm gonna go That's check nice. them out it's a good spot as well yeah up near or in hamden yeah. i guess technically yeah hell yeah and i'm gonna be painting my garage so yeah. less exciting but do you have help he's are you doing it all solo i do it myself you want that right mm-hmm don't trust anybody else. So, like, I, I, I'm. Don't tell me the truth. This is what I'm gonna go ahead and manifest or imagine. Is that like when you say I'm gonna paint the garage, you're gonna like, um, Bob Ross, like some happy little trees and shit on your walls. But, no, I was gonna set up an easel in my driveway and and capture it. Oh, it like in the garage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what were you thinking? <laughs> Apparently, you and I are just different wavelengths. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Like Hell yeah. What about you, man? What do you got going on? I got to go over to the Dulk, the Dirty Dunn Dulk. Where are you playing? Jimmy's Seafood. Oh, nice, dude. Yep. Awesome. So, dude, the food there is dope. I've yeah, been there in years, though, but it's so good. It's an amazing restaurant. Really good food. Is that Hollow Truce playing or? Just my ass solo. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, uh, for those of you at home, make sure you look up my ass solo. Uh, on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> just all by my lonesome up there crooning wagon wheel for all to all to hear <laughs> it's a soothing ambience you know while you eat your uh your crab cakes and your uh whatever else they have yeah steve uh actually that crab soup sounds really good today uh steve our band does uh, a lot of it um like duo and trio stuff with a couple other people and he was telling me a story about how like 
they played wagon wheel and then like somebody came up and gave them like a crazy big tip and was like play wagon wheel and i was like well of course we're gonna play it again like i fucking hate that song but <laughs> i mean he's right like <laughs> yeah it's like Freebird or anything else uh, you know just crowdsource it like uh one of the guys who does it best is a, a country guy uh philip michael parsons um who's kind of from around here and he's great because he'll like peer pressure whoever called Freebird into paying hundred bucks by like essentially calling them broke if they can't and then like you know it'll slowly throughout the night usually he'll get the hundred bucks because all right ladies this guy can't afford the, for you to hear Freebird so guess what don't ask for his number like don't give him your number I think like <laughs> we could pull this off man that's not yeah. a bad strategy yeah um, we get enough Freebird requests that this might be a good investment in our time to uh so just just start peer pressuring whoever yelled it into, you know. Yeah, we gotta load that one up. Get yeah. that one running. I'm in. I'll play anything for hundred bucks. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's actually, probably sadly less, but you know. Hey, man. <laughs> so yeah, uh, just doing that, and then uh, next weekend we're going up to like uh, New York and Philly, play some shows. Oh, nice. So, is that with the truth, sir? Yeah. Oh, cool. Where are you playing? Uh, Rockwood Music Hall, which is kind of Manhattan-ish, I think. And then, uh, we're playing, like, basically North Philly, Maniunk. It's, uh, called The Grape Room. Oh, cool. Um, which apparently is kind of like their auto bar. Okay. -ish. I mean, there's a lot of venues in, in Philly, but... Did you book that yourself, or did you go to yeah. the promoter? Okay, cool. So, just kind of through the magic of this thing, I've been trying to connect some dots on the East Coast oh, so cool. that we can play out of town more, you know? Hell yeah, man. That's awesome. So... We'll see. You got any new stuff coming out anytime soon? Uh, I have one song that we're just finishing up. It's kind of my opus about being a medic. Okay. Which I've been avoiding writing for a very long time because I felt like it'd just be weird or corny or something. <laughs> but I don't know. I was like, well, I play so many gigs now. And I don't have like a song about that. And it feels like maybe I should try. I don't know. And write a song about doing podcasts. Again. Could do that. And you could be like one of those songs, like when you do your solo stuff, you could bust it out and like you could change the lyrics based on who you've interviewed recently. <laughs> It'd be like I mean, promotion, man. Yeah, I know. I've, I've listened to the, the freaking theme song of this show, obviously, about a billion times because I have to edit <laughs> each thing. So that already annoys me enough. And then uh, my current our drummer, uh, Will, he likes likes the song. So he's like, we got to play it. I'm like, but do we? <laughs> he's like people like it i'm like i, I don't know if they do man i man, maybe I but you know it's fun this dispensary kid's my jam hell yeah thanks man that's, that's the one that's the most fun usually but yeah i don't know always thinking about stuff but i think at this point i like to release a song if i'm doing well like quarterly yeah it's like well, you know that's been kind of the, the new trend is you know nobody unless you're like a huge band nobody listens everything cover to cover and right. like so for um local bands and even medium-sized bands have started doing it just the single drops to get more attention on that one track you know yeah yeah i mean i think that's what everybody's doing sure you guys were bold drop five songs at once right well did no. you piece them out yeah we did um one song in june oh, okay one song in july and then the whole the other three songs in uh, October. 
So. Yeah. And then you go through like DistroKid or whatever. Yeah, DistroKid, yeah. And that does group the songs all back together, actually, yep. right? Yeah, so it's kind of cool. Um, it links the plays um, together, so it keeps the count accurate, but then it keeps the single artwork with the, um, with the, the single. With the single. Yeah. I was going to ask about this artwork here. We got uh, pulling it up. Yes. I'll, yes. Maybe I'll feature it in the episode somewhere, but it's a piece of pizza. With a lot of toppings. Yes. Um, including a cat. Yeah. So who designed this one? So I do a lot, <laughs> I do a lot of our artwork. Um, we've, we've asked a guy named um, uh, Kurt, uh, who I've known for a long time. Uh, sometimes if I need help or like, um, I, like uh, our body song artwork, he, he did most of that. Um, but a lot of our flyers and things are usually me. I like random and, uh, and uh, you know, just outside the box because I feel if we just played on the bootleggers name all the time, all of our fucking logos would just be like barrels. Right. <laughs> it, yeah. The, the idea pool would kind of run dry after a little bit. And I mean, what what else is, I mean, if you just look at that thing, it's. Uh, you got Robin Williams, I think. I mean, that says it all. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, what. And what shoes, which now I noticed. Yeah. So, um, I, in our group chat, I was like, just give me a bunch of random things and I'm going to make a collage out of it. And so a lot of those are inside jokes or, um, like the Robin Williams things, uh, particularly Mrs. Doubtfire, Black Cat, um, you got me and Terry's shoes. Cigarbox guitar. The cigar yeah, that's, that's my Cigarbox guitar here. Yeah. Um, we were Pac-Man for Halloween. Uh, we all have a special place for a leash baby. Yeah. In our heart, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's like true inspiration. Um, yeah. You know, everybody uh, loves sparkly green r- rubber ducks. They're very important to some people. Um, you know, it's it's it's. There's a lot of love in there, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's unique, and it gets your attention, right? It definitely does. <laughs> so I was gonna be like, all right, accomplished. How are we gonna explain this one? But uh, the but yeah, position really leads the eye around the uh, around the image. Yeah. Have you guys dabbled in any uh, other media, such as music videos or anything for this? Not yet. Um, Josh had mentioned something about he's got a guy that does stuff in his studio, but we haven't done it yet. Um, The only videos we've really done is just capturing live performances or the stuff we did during quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like how live live performances come out and... We we know this guy who uh, we've had do some video for us before. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you, your videos that you do for us turn out really great, man. We get a lot of lots of views and a lot of good feedback on it. So, cool, good plug for you there. Appreciate <laughs> it. I was like, I don't know where this is gonna go. I might have bombed whatever I shot of you guys. If I did, I no, it, it turned out awesome. Um, I really like the one you did for us at uh, Cult Classic, and you had like the pinball machine and stuff like that. And oh that yeah, turned out awesome, man. That's a cool venue, too. You crab one. You did, like, the, the drone shots. And stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's all about the drone shots, man. You got it. <laughs> Especially for the outdoor venues, but... Yeah, I think you did those two and one for Ellicott City uh, Music Fest. Yeah, that one, ironically, I think I had my camera settings all wonky and weird because I was probably just drunk and running around. Right. And I didn't really realize that they were set that way at all or something. And I got home and I looked at it and I was like, the hell is this it looks like it got shot on like you know a little camera you buy like walmart or something so in a weird way though i just it's like it, it has a retro feel well, it, 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 so it, i was like all right hopefully 
This for, is good enough. Particularly for that song, because it's a lot of um, cigar box, like the dirty, yeah. gritty, like it kind of, like, I, I thought you did it on purpose. It looks really cool. I know. That was the first <laughs> time I've, I've admitted this publicly. <laughs> it was, in fact. Leave not it in. in. Leave it in. Not in, <laughs> not intentional. But, uh, I don't know. It was a vibe, I think, maybe. So, yeah, still learning. Good, man. Pa- try to pay attention to all the other, you know, weirdos on the internet who are working at it in... Like, uh, you like uh, if you know the Harbor Boys, actually, in yeah. particular, um, Gingy's kind of like the man when it comes to. I've seen. Uh, is, his, uh, does he do the stuff for Old Eastern? He has. Yeah, he he did our uh, our our our, our uh, yeah when we were playing in Tony's studio. Yeah, so I always try to keep tabs on what he's up to and try to learn stuff because like it's wild what you can do now. Yeah, man. I mean, there's there's so many people with that craft out there you know even with playing music like just pay attention you can kind of like oh okay i see what you're doing there like all right <laughs> yeah, it's like nowadays if you know if you don't document it let's like did it actually happen yeah you got to feed the grand yeah, if a band plays in the dive bar and no one's there to hear it did it did they actually make a sound yeah i mean <laughs> well especially with how late sometimes we play don't record it nobody's gonna remember it <laughs> yeah like i don't know yeah, I feel like especially if there's no crowd, then you gotta like get some video so like you have something to show for it. I don't know, but whatever, rock and roll, right? That's right, man. Whatever happens, happens. And you got so. sex, drugs, videography, and rock and roll, man. Yeah, <laughs> we need uh, more of the, the the aforementioned first part in our band. <laughs> Cut the rest down. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll get there. Once one dive bar at a time. That's right, man. Yeah. Take over the world one dive bar at a time. Oh yeah. Sweet. Um, is there anything like maybe you want to talk about or we're expecting to talk about that like I didn't maybe get to? Um, I have a really important question for you. Oh, here we go. Now we're getting into it. I feel like this is a topic we don't talk about enough. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about those yeah. STDs. You're close. As adults, like you know, I feel like it's not you know appropriate normal conversation, but I, it's really important to me. Is what's your favorite dinosaur? Oh man, yeah, I loved dinosaurs when I was a kid. For some reason, the first one pops to mind is a Brachiosaurus, but I have no idea really why. Like or, a big old long neck. With, yeah, uh, I feel like I like with the, the extra bump on the head. Yeah. I feel like I liked those a lot when I was a kid, but I mean, you know, Triceratops is pretty rad, although it's basically an old rhino. Yeah. And then, uh, gotta give a shout out to the Velociraptors because of Jurassic Park. Yeah, man. Clever girl. So, um, <laughs> great movie. I really like uh, Ankylosaurus. Try to remember what that like is. Like the armor. Yeah, they're super cute. Oh, yeah. And they have like, the like an armadillo also. The they got lots of weapons. They got the offense, they got the defense. Yeah. Absolutely. Now I've changed over the years, uh, for sure. But uh, but the the two standouts I would say is uh, as a younger man it was a plesiosaur. Mm. I don't know that one. Uh, it's it's the swimming one. Oh, it's okay. the swimming yeah, long yeah. neck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, and you know, and if you come at me with that's not a dinosaur, uh, I will retort with yes, it is. <laughs> um, well, I think Pluto's a planet, and plesiosaurus is a dinosaur. And, you know, that's my America. 
Yeah. Uh, but as an adult, I've just sim- I've simplified them. I'm just kind of like uh, just kind of a Stegosaurus kind of guy now. I mean, the Stegosaurus just has a lot of things, and they're all great. That whipping tail. Yeah, yeah. It's just as cute as can be. Yeah, man. Just uh, classic. The other earth classic. earth-shattering thing for us nowadays, us adults, is that you know allegedly dinosaurs might have had feathers, right? Yeah, and not pleasing. They were, and they weren't naked as depicted in Jurassic Park, one like the original. Well, they they did a so uh, comparison to like birds in the the book and the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. The research was just coming out at that time. Yeah, so it's like, you know, were dinosaurs actually naked or were they feathered, or did they wear like Rolling Rocks star T shirts? <laughs> yeah, they play guitar. I knows. Maybe the aliens taught them how to. But maybe the aliens dressed them up for aliens, fun. Aliens, man. Yeah. Your favorite dinosaur is alien. <laughs> that's true. That Were they naked though? <laughs> <laughs> that's that should be that should be your next album cover, man. It's an alien with fucking feathers on it. Feathered alien. Yeah. It's just called Burns Are Real. <laughs> yeah. That's a scribe single. Scribe <laughs> single. Yeah. <laughs> that might be. I don't know. Check it out. But I haven't talked to him in a while. I got he was like one of the first guests I had on this thing. But yeah, Aaron's a cool dude. We played with him before. Yeah, yeah. Nicole Classic. Yeah. Right on. Well, we're hitting almost an hour. Okay. Um, if we were having a late night, you know, pod, we might keep this going for the full Joe Rogan four hour marathon. Oh, but yeah. um probably not today. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously you're always welcome back on. Yeah, man. Especially Thanks. since apparently we're like neighbors now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm on the I'm on the other side of uh, Elgin County, but uh, not too far. Yeah, not too far. I actually like doing them sometimes in the bar. Yeah, like um, it you would think it would suck like audio wise, but nothing matters anymore because of the magic of AI. So some noise canceling, right? It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, like you can talk anywhere on anything. Like we're obviously using mics now, but like you could talk on your phone on the voice memo or like I have some other mics and you run everything through here and bam, it sounds crystal clear. So nice. We could, you know, find a, a meeting ground if we wanted. Yeah. There's lots of breweries in Columbia. I mean, mm. we can find a fun spot, go hang out at black flag or yeah. lost Ark or something. Could even do it. Like at a show too. Yeah. You should do it in the middle of us playing. Well, that'd just be me talking. About about your set. I don't know if you want that. I'd be critiquing. So uh <laughs> this guy sucks at bass. <laughs> this guy's clearly visibly drunk and he's <laughs> not playing in the right key. There's probably only one good member of the band. Um <laughs> I'm gonna go get another beer. <laughs> You're like, uh yeah, can I have a are you ordering <laughs> I did that the other day while I was talking to him on the on this. They were like, it was like a video chat, but then they like walked into like a Seven Eleven. Nice. <laughs> They're like picking up a Slurpee or something. I'm like, I don't know if I'm like flattered or, or I don't know if this is like funny or if this is like rude or if what I'm supposed to think of this. <laughs> but well, sometimes you gotta have that yeah. Slurpee. You just gotta yeah. have it. Yeah, I I get it. You get the craving. You know. I fucked up. I should have ordered a pizza during this, man. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me for a second. Actually, it's funny you mentioned that because the last podcast I just listened to was the Elon Musk one with 
with Rogan. Yeah, oh yeah. It's exactly what they did. Yeah. And it was really annoying because <laughs> they're sitting there like chewing on food into the mic, the eating mic, pizza. Like, as mirror stuff, ASMR or whatever. Yeah, if you're into that, then it was like great, I guess. But if, <laughs> if you're not, it's fucking annoying. I think that's like the worst <laughs> sound in the world is somebody chewing. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. Audible, audibly eating, like. Yeah. Now we're just going to piss people off here at the end of the episode. Just come up with the weirdest. Pissed off the Pac-Man guy, the people that wear it. Crocs. Crocs. Crocs Nation. Finger toe thing. People that eat. People that eat. Yeah. People that don't eat. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's what's the uh, go-to post-gig fast food and of bootleggers and Baptist? Uh, for me and Steve, it would definitely be Taco Bell. Hell yeah. I feel like you're more of a burger guy. It's that, it's that, it's that McDonald's on the corner. Yeah. My Steve's house. Yep. Uh, and I don't know. I feel like Josh is more wholesome. Like he probably gets some stuff from the grocery store, uh, where he he frequents. (laughs) But yes. He grosses. Yes. Nice. Been known to grosh. Uh. Well, cool. Hopefully, everyone goes out, and listens to the Bootleggers' new album. Yeah, or new, new, new EP. Yeah, new EP. Aside, aside, A S I D E. Available anywhere you stream music. So we're obviously featuring uh, Shauna on this episode, and then we're probably featuring what the Body Song. I feel like we talked about that a lot. Yeah, uh, that, that or Take Me Home. Maybe. Take Me Home. Yeah. All right. You pick, man. Whatever you want. Whatever one you like better. All right. I'm flipping a coin. All right. Perfect. Let the fates decide. Let the fates decide. Uh, okay, yeah. Well, hopefully I, you know, get the right band on. That's that's all I'm trying to do. Hey, I don't like old Eastern. <laughs> no, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that could easily easily happen. So <laughs> just play Mud Dog. That was that, that was a bit like a song originally. Anyway, so yeah. How do you guys even tell who's whose songs who? You have to like fight over it when you write a song, whether it's like a old Eastern song uh, or got a for it. You just got to feel for it. Got to feel for it. All right. Thought maybe you have to wrestle Nick no, for, no, no. for the rights to the song. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> not, not at all. Fair enough. All right. Well, I'm cool with it. Yeah. Thanks for having us out today, man. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for coming over. And uh, yeah, I'm probably going to take a shower here and pretend to, to be human today. Nice. Excellent. So, all right. Well, have fun in the dock tonight, man. Yeah, the old dock. As long as my car is still there or its catalytic converter is still there when I leave, then um, it's a good day. Awesome, man. Cool. So, yeah, thanks to John and Terry for coming on the show, and thanks to you for listening. The song you're in the background is called Body Song. Later.
Bye. Bye.